And off we go. <clears throat> Dive in again. To the machine room of the illusion. The dream-making machine called mind. First one or the second one? The second oh, one is only cooking. Oh, another one? Yeah, it's <coughs> not out there, but it's half done. So, you know, like, why you wanted to write a book and what you thought needed to be said and yeah, what you went through and... For going to be free. <coughs> yeah. <coughs> um, uh, the, uh, the Jack character had been running a, a program about which the phrase I used to use was depression can be healed by raising consciousness, by shifting consciousness. And I worked with a team, with a psychiatrist, a general practitioner, doctor, a homeopath, two psychotherapists and myself. We were a, a motley crew, very much on the left of medicine in Ireland. And... Um, uh, we used to share clients. So clients that the psychiatrist, for example, was thrown out of the the, the formal mm, public health authority in Ireland and worked privately. Didn't lose his license or anything, but wasn't allowed work because he was just too radical, no. And um, and so he used to get what other psychiatrists would say. Listen, just go to this guy because the approach isn't working and so this character used to used to know that you know, this is a spiritual cause this is a spiritual cause and so a book came out of that called um going mad question mark is is psychiatric illness caused by a spiritual crisis and that was a small thin book i was just kind of beginning to to, to get into that work at that time looking at like what what is being out of your mind and why is it so bad to be out of your mind anyway do you know what, what is that? Um, uh, so there was, uh, there was an interest around that. What is this about madness? You know? What, I mean, like if, if, if I knew something or had some, some connection with the psychiatric world before, before the third eye started opening and all this, like, you know, extra, extra sensory skills developed before they went pop, if I had been in connection in some way or knew something about the psychiatric world, I would have thought it was going nuts. But but I would have and I would have sought psychiatric help. But but it never came into my head that this is madness. Never came into my head at all that this is like something wrong with my mind. Never thought of it. I just thought, holy shit, this must mean that God exists. Or oh my God, like so so when we're dead, there what continues? What continues? What is this? And so it started all these questions. So then, looking at the psychiatric world, what I did from that group was I formulated a curriculum. Um, to run residential courses for people with depression. And with the psychiatrist's help, he weaned them off meds. And when they were off six weeks, I could work with them. But while they were, for that six weeks, I couldn't. And I played with it. I was like, okay, stop. And then them attended the course, not at all. Fuzzy. They were like looking at me. Conceptual understanding. No, not registering at all. No objectivity. <coughs> no ability to look at their thoughts at all. So over six weeks... This, the, the psychiatric meds seemed to have weaned out, whether they were uppers or downers. Just like, okay, there was some clarity then. So I developed this curriculum and ran this program, a residential program, for a few years. Um, 
And when it was like, okay, I gotta leave that too, and 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 I'll walk away from everything because how do I know where I'm attached? How 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 can I tell what what <coughs> agenda is going on here from my ego? So therefore, just leave it, and you'll find out then if it, if there's a big ouch or not, or if it was your identity or your self-image or what your real motivation was, or being a good Irish Catholic is that still at play? Let's deal with this, you know. And so I left everything in order to really, really find out what was at play. And so this curriculum, I did this and then it was like, OK, I'm leaving this now. And the team of staff that I had with me and the board of directors, which was this, this psychiatrically led team, was like, you have to do something with this curriculum. You have to do something with the curriculum. I was like, OK, fine. I just want to disappear, actually, and just be alone, you know. <clears throat> and so I, I, I wrote the first part of it. And that's the first half of the book. First half of the book is actually a curriculum of a program for people with depression. Um, around because because depression really is just it's the all about me as I mentioned just earlier. It's just it's just everything. Every single perception is is has something to do with me. Everything. Um, and so I wrote the first half, and I was like, I don't know what it is, but it's just that's the curriculum. Do it, do what you like with it, and it's like. The team said, "Well, this is this is half a book." This is half a book. This has to go out somewhere. And I said, but I'm never again going to support that program. Or I'm not. It's gone. It's finished. That's the end of that. I, I don't know where the life has taken me, but it's something else now. And so I went off to India and lived on my own wherever, on a beach in Spain for a few months. And then, you know, all these solitary spells happened. But after the first stint in India, which was a year, 11 months, I came back and lived on Eliero, a tiny, tiny island off Spain. And I was just living there alone and just like, oh my God, up it came, up it came. All the, the concepts that I learned in India about pointing, you can point. Because what was beyond mine was known, but I, I didn't even know. Like, there was like no words at all. Nothing was coming. I, I couldn't even communicate it. N nothing. Like there was, I couldn't share it at all in any way. It was just known. No vocabulary, nothing. So after that year in India, it was like, sure, I'd attended satsang for the first time. I didn't even know what satsang was. I didn't know what enlightenment was. I didn't know what awakening was. Nothing. I mean, completely and totally missed that whole movement. And and so and got, was, was in the new age, you know, was in the spiritual thing and channeling and mediumship and left that and did a chakra work. And that's what was interesting, you know. And so um, back from India and that's jeepers. I'm, I'm, I have to just keep writing this stuff. And just came usually in the middle of the night, you know, and I'd be there like typing and, and look, reading what I was, what I was saying. Jesus, oh my God, I do have words for it. Look, this is great. This is great. It's like, at last, I'm unraveling something. And so I was reading off the screen, like, and surprised as I was reading it, as if I was reading for the first time, you know. It just came like that. That was the second half of the book. So one was the curriculum for depression, and the second was the vocabulary that I learned in India. And thump, they fit it together. <laughs> so up as far as deep sleep is the curriculum of deep sleep on was post-India. And it's like, oh my God, this, this is perhaps a book. You know? That's what happened. Yeah. Um, then, then the satsang, I have to call it a circus, the satsang <laughs> circus began. And every now and then there's, there's, there's questions that are like way out there. You know, it's usually from intellectual people. And that's, that's of interest because the Jack is kind of intellectual too. That's, you know, my mind works that way. So, um, so very often there's like questions that, that it's like, 
man, come on, ask a deeper one, ask a deeper one, come on. It's like, so about this time last year, I just just started started to write stuff. And I thought, you know what, it's going to take too long to write another book, put it in a DVD. And that was the DVD of Going Nowhere. It was like, just, okay, these, are, these questions aren't being asked, but it, this, this is the reply coming. And so it came out in the DVD. Um, and I suppose an, an expansion of that and going much deeper than that and going as far as Jack's understanding is, is the next book. And it looks like it's called From Awakening to Liberation. Because, because there's a perception, I think, well, it's not because, there seems to be a perception that, well, awakening, well, that's the end of the story. And actually, it's the beginning of something else. You know, it's actually the beginning, really. You know, so... Um, so it's like from awakening to, to liberation. If that's the end of the line, I don't know. I mean, maybe there'll be liberation to post-liberation <laughs> in five years' time. I don't know. It keeps evolving, you know. It's like the understanding is getting finer. And sure, maybe there's misunderstandings in there. I don't know. Sure, I'll find out as I go along, you know. Um, that's the sequence of the writing. celebrating when we realize that we're in this state of depression? Do I say that? <laughs> <laughs> when you realize that you're in the state of depression? I can't remember now, but... And, and we've lost all motivation for whatever oh, yeah. life and everything. Oh yeah, this sounds familiar. Yeah. And uh, I have lost this motivation, but I don't feel like celebrating at all. Why not? <laughs> is there an all about me? Is there a pity me? Is there, what is the heaviness? Why isn't the position like... There might still be this pattern of, um, of victim yeah. that's still there yeah. and glued on me somewhere. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> I, get, I can get it off. Yes. Yes. And at the same time, there's also this pattern of... Um, Wanting to save, save you. Ah, uh, wanting to save others or be saved. Uh, wanting to save others, but also wanting to be saved. Okay. Mm. Mm, okay. Throw them in the fire, huh? <laughs> okay. So victim has usually a few different uh, colors to it. If you turn it around, and it's like pity me, which you know, is pretty potent, you know, all about me, poor me, pity me. This can be very potent. Even after awakening, this one still works for a lot of people. Oh, yeah. Uh, maybe that's still there also. But it's more like... Um, 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 how come it's not happening? How come I'm still glued there, although I know I'm aware of all the deep, deeper things within. Yes. And how come you are still glued there? Mm. What's the feeling? Because in, in the... It, it's like which comes first? Because with mind, we imagine that mind is telling us a report of what is felt. It's the other way around. At this stage of the game, it's the other way around. So mind is telling you, I'm stuck, I'm still here. It, this is 
this is heavy and why, 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 why can't I celebrate? It's actually that, it's not that mind is assessing how you feel. It's that these ideas are bought and these feelings arise up from what mind says. Mm. Now it can play the other way, but from what you're saying, it very much feels like this. Mm. That mind runs these feelings and it's, you see? Because they're familiar. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what I I've, I've saw all through my childhood with a mother that was uh, so not very functional. <laughs> and uh, I guess that's the, that's the image I got all through the childhood. So it's like I tried by many other means to, to find other... Um, models <laughs> yes to follow yes and um, I don't know it seems coming back it, it, it seems that this part is always there it's always um, if you were to give it one name what would you call it what's its primary statement Have you ever used some kind of therapeutic means to go into that? Um, yeah. Does it work? Have you cried and cried and cried and cried like crazy? Has I this have. kind of a release happened? I have, I have. Okay. Um, but it seems it's, it's still there. <laughs> to the same extent? Not to the same extent. Ah, okay. No. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if there's this frequency of sadness mm. and there's a huge release and it's the same, okay, that's one thing. Mm. If there's this sadness and there's a release and it feels like, no, it's definitely not as potent or as powerful, well, then you're going to have to cry more. You're going to have to access it. <laughs> you know, there's something to be released. Huh? Mm. There's something to be released in whatever way, shape or form you're going to release it. But that needs to be released. Okay, there's no other way around it. <laughs> something is holding Some, something is not something is holding up the dropping of the, the something, something is sustaining the ego and sustaining that the idea that there's that state the ego is looking for attention mm. it's always looking for attention okay? Mm. and if it's getting attention through well I'm still stuck and I feel, still feel like this and there's nothing to celebrate and you've identified that there is this emotional bundle of sadness mm -hmm. underneath it. Well, what are we going to do? Just ignore it? This, this is the experience that needs to be had, huh? This is the attention that the ego is looking for. Um, when this part of this sadness came out um, a few years ago, it was followed with anger, Yeah. which... Uh, I, I'm very un uncomfortable with anger and all the power that ang that is beneath anger. Uh huh. Maybe this is why 
Mm. But I'm reluctant to go forward. Okay. I don't know. So are you afraid of power? Um, I guess so. You guess so? I, uh, yeah, I think I am. Mm. Have a look at that, huh? Mm. as if it brings up memories of um, of a misused yes. power in the past. And yes. And it's like as if I don't want to go there anymore. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Everything can be misused yeah. and used. Yeah. And if you've had one side of the coin like this, you're going to have to embrace power and see how it can be used well. You're going to have to. I don't think that can be avoided. Because misuse, misuse of power has so much strength now. That, that, that concept is like an energy with you now, which has layered on top of it all that we've talked about. Because we just keep digging and digging and digging. This is about power. For sure it's about power. So, so the experience that needs to be had, have the experience that you need to have in some way which is discovering how power is safe and can be used well. If you're afraid of something, I mean, that's going to keep the ego going. Yeah. Yeah. So some memory is going to have to be healed and embracing power is going to have to happen. huh? And some kind of allowing yourself to embrace that power. That might unplug, unravel a few other things, you know, and let the ego spin out this hard nut that it's hanging on to, you know. So just, just hope it won't be too uh, detrimental for the people around me. Ah, I hope it is very detrimental. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's very detrimental. Because if, if there is some control around, okay, if I embrace this power, if there'll be damage, that's kind of how I'm hearing what you're saying, do you know? Mm -hmm. If it's detrimental to people around, it's like, well, then you would be in a position of power. And that's, mm -hmm. that's you, again, trying to manage the misuse of power. You see? Okay. Yeah. That which we fear most, or have been most hurt by, very often on this path, you have to become that in order to know that you are all of it. Because if there's some part that you will have nothing to do with, very often that's the very thing you're going to be brought into. The very thing. In order to see that that's what you are too. That the, separa the separation can dissolve really effectively like this. And this is how it happens for some. This is kind of the every path is different, you know. How, how does separation break down? Well, it's going to make you be the abuser. It's going to make you in that position, you know, mm. of misusing power or, ha or being okay with the risk of misusing power. Yeah, being okay with the risk. Yes. 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 If it goes there, it goes there. Yeah, I feel very, uh, very uncomfortable with all that. Yeah, for <laughs> sure, for sure. 
But you see the logic in it? Do you yeah. see how mind yeah. uses it? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Mm. <laughs> and have fun with it. It's just a game. It's just a game. <laughs> it is a game. It's just a game. <laughs> okay. But I still have five days. <laughs> <laughs> and if you feel anger coming, you know, there's plenty of feels here, you know? Yeah. Whatever, just honor whatever's coming, you know. I think it actually started coming out because I went for an hour walk um, after lunch and I noticed myself walking very briskly and very, uh, like, I was looking at myself, how come I'm walking like a, a real mad jogger or whatever. Ah, you know? ah. So it's like as if some of it is wanting to come out. I'm sure it is. Yeah. Great. More of that, please. I'd like to go back to uh, your new book, From mm. Awakening to Liberation. Mm. been said so far here, uh, there was the impression here that there was nothing beyond awakening. Mm. So this means mm. defining what awakening is and mm. liberation. And mm. I really hate doing this because it gets me back into my intellectual mode. But yes. I'll, I'll try to be experiential. Uh, so you hate doing this because it gets you into a mode. What's wrong with the intellectual mode? What does that do? For, for decades, uh, there was a feeling here that it could be all figured out. And once <laughs> it was figured out, there would be awakening. Okay. Now, <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. So, um, finally, Duh. Yeah. <laughs> but then, I don't know why, after that, it was a real big duh. Uh, there's sort of a, a fear of going back into it, uh, you know. Yeah. So, but it's ridiculous. I mean, what, why should there be any fear? Of yes, why should there be a fear? Why is there a fear? Once it's been dropped, then why can't it be used, I guess? Correct. Yeah. So answer that question. Okay. Once it's been dropped, why can't it be used? Yeah. Uh, well, it can be used in um, natural functioning. Yeah. Uh, requires the choose. Sure. Just, just for the character Patrick to, to oh. function. Sure. But here we're discussing <laughs> something that's beyond natural functioning. Yes. So, in, in using the intellectual facility mm -hmm. to talk about this material, yeah. is that a danger zone for the Patrick character? <laughs> yeah. 
it's a me being afraid of somebody saying, and I know who it would be. <laughs> <laughs> there it goes again. <laughs> I think that's it. Okay, consider it said. There it goes again, okay? <laughs> okay we got that out of the way. Yeah, we got that out of the way. That reemergence of the me out of the way. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> all right. So, awakening, impression, is that awakening is, for some, the me drops. Yes. Okay. Yes. They come back a bit, but it drops. Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, you said the, the first night that they're just the character Patrick. Um, and there's no point in trying to fix the ca character Patrick. I, I like that way it was put rather than saying doesn't matter whether habits and patterns uh, change or not. Mm. It's just stupid to fix the character Patrick. Mm. So the personality, character Patrick, just there's no change there. Yeah. And it just, it just functions naturally. Um, but also we talked about there's a trap there that the character Patrick sort of assumes something assumes the mantle of universal consciousness. And then when we talk here that that bit of that that bit drops. And uh, now when that bit drops then is that beyond awakening or part of awakening? In other words, it seems to me once that drops, then that's awakening and there's nothing, there's no liberation, that's just it. Universal consciousness. Yeah, if that, if that drops, then that, that, that's, if that's awakening, I can't see, and is there anything beyond that? I mean, but universal consciousness in what way? Like as an experience or as an understanding or as a... Ah, uh, uh, well, uh, first as an understanding. Okay. That's the intellectual stuff. Yeah. And then... Um, as an experience, and then there was a realization that um, it's really the me that is or wants universal consciousness, and that at physical death, some kind of consciousness, consciousness consciousness or awareness remains, um, and it's that that dropped, and the recognition that physical death is deep sleep, which is a pointer to, to whatever that is. So that was sort of what's been going on, and 
fits in with what you've been saying about it's it's well the image you you're using that it's it's always there underneath mm. and there's all this stuff mm. up here mm. so if that's awakening I, you know even though the meat that ah I think are you saying that beyond awakening is when the me never never comes back is, is that it and I'm, I'm struggling what is there beyond what I've been describing beyond awakening and then it, I suddenly saw well came in that ah liberation would be when the me never comes back in in the most extreme circumstances that's as far as I can go okay I guess that's all head stuff. <coughs> it's all right there's some experience in there yeah sure sure okay <clears throat> the physical death thing I just want to put a pause button on that at the minute because there, there are different di different things can happen it depends on on how tight the identity is still at the time of physical death. You know, there's a huge opportunity there, huge opportunity there, because attachment to the body is is like, is oh, cut. That's, a, that's an important point for me. Yeah, so some, you know, it, it, you, you either can go with that or you can contract. Yes. You know, so there's a great opportunity there at physical death, you know, okay. to, to, to know that I am not the body and then fump, it'll unravel as, as far as one is able to unravel. And and if 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 there are desires or things left to experience, some energy will clump together again, and get recycled in some way. Yeah, I think that some people call that a karmic bundle. Or something. Absolutely. Yeah. You yeah. Can, whatever. Yeah. There's loads of of different ways of explaining it from different traditions. Yeah, or reincarnation or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, it depends. If if that energy isn't resolved, of course, it's going to continue someplace. It's got a charge. Okay. <clears throat> Okay, so awakening is, is realizing who you really are. For some, this, the sense of, of the I continues. For some, it never appears again. For some, the sense of the me continues. And for some, the sense of the me actually starts to build a bit. Starts Wait, to build a uh, bit. Is uh, the difference between the I and the me? I mean, no, I'm talking about the same thing. The same personal thing. I. Okay, personal I, okay. So, okay, so after awakening, it's like when the truth is seen, the truth is seen, and that's the point of awakening. Okay. It's seeing the truth. The, the truth is seen. The okay. truth is seen. Okay. So then you know there's no separate you. Yeah. You know, there's no separate you, and that's, that's kind of clean. A bit of tidying up happens then, in the same way that there's a tidying up pre-awakening. You know, it gets simpler and things get kind of tidier and it hones down. It gets calmer and things, you know? Okay. So the tidying up continues because that's just consciousness moving, imagining that it's evolving or imagining that it's going somewhere. It's just moving around in circles, really, <laughs> consciousness is. But it tends to be refining or maturing all the time while the body is alive, okay, at this stage of the game. <clears throat> so, so on seeing what the truth is, we call it awakening. That sense of the personal I is different for everybody. It can be sticky for some and it can just totally be never again believed by others. 
there are some spiritual traditions that that say, uh, for example, Papaji, he used to say, I'm constantly watching the mind, always watching the mind. You never know when it's going to build again, build a persona again. And that's what that was the position he took, is that it's always there with potential, always there with potential, you know. Um, the jack wiring was so, I don't know, diligent and extreme and thorough about everything all along, that that pattern still continues. So there's no conscious, conscious watching of anything that, that doesn't compute anymore. But a maturation continues in the same way as it did before. It's not me, it's not anything, it's just a maturation of consciousness itself. Do you see? That continues. <clears throat> in the way that the concept of a personal I, me, an individual, in the way that that was bought into pre-awakening, that same structure continues to be broken up. It's just that it's not, the concept isn't a personal me anymore, but its concepts themselves are believed into existence. Like, like time? Or yes, exactly. Mm. Exactly. And so it's like the, Yeah, yeah. It's like the machine itself starts to, to, to be understood rather than the thing that the machine is making. Pre-awakening, the machine is making an eye and all the focus is on dropping that eye. Now the eye is gone. The machine itself is the next thing that starts falling apart. Uh-huh. What made the, the machine that made it made the yes. in the first place? Yes, it makes any concept. Starts, uh, yes, it does. It starts showing that wow, this is the me was just one concept. So, why was the me so such an important concept? But that was just phase one. Now it's concepts themselves. Do you uh, see? You've gone deeper into what creates the movie. It's like whoa, it's not the subject matter of the concept; it's the actual concept. The actual concept here is implausible. Like time. Yeah, like time, like trees, like satsang, like life, like consciousness, like anything. Uh, every concept is like, how come any concept is going on? Um, uh, and so, and so, more and more. Mm, I, I suppose a natural distancing from any concept. Concepts just don't kind of click in and are not believed as readily as time goes on. It's like every concept is more of the same. Every single concept. And also, like labeling as a concept yes. too, isn't it? Yes, it's okay. it's it's like after the concepts yeah. themselves are 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 unravelled. It's it's the actual thing that we call a concept. That's what I'm after. That's the after awakening phase. <clears throat> is wh what what is it that builds a concept? I'm not talking about what the subject matter of the concept is. You see. So when you talk about the concept of time, okay, we try to unravel time. No, no, let's try to unravel the thing that is now concept. The subject of concept, not the matter of it. No, I'm not getting this. Yeah. Uh, the matter of, of, of the concept of time yeah. is uh, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock. Okay, all right. Okay, so that's the concept of time, exactly. Yeah. And so time can break up. Now, life will forever present you concepts. You can 
we're breaking down concepts forever because there's an infinite, infinite supply of concepts. There has to be an infinite supply of concepts. Yeah. Okay? Now, what makes a concept form in the first place? Not the concept of time or the concept of trees, but the structure that gives rise to a concept being possible. What's that? This is what unravels. Uh-huh. This is what unravels. The very foundation of what, what made the thinking mind a possibility. And this is what you refer to as the engine room? Yes, the engine room. So what caused the concept of time? The, the con- that particular concept to arrive in the first place? Before it was even recognizable as being about time before it formulated into an idea, the label of time. I'm st- it's gas to watch how the mind is being stretched to a new area. It's wonderful. It's great fun. It's great fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when we talk, when we talk about concepts, are we talking about language? Are we talking about attempts to uh, express something that can't be expressed? Oh, yeah, why not? Yeah, no, but yeah. I mean... Yeah, yeah, it can't really so, be expressed. It's either going to, uh, and, so, and you won't be able to talk so about it, you know? It's like... So, concepts are, and labels are, are just playing around... With what? With, wor- with words. Okay, and what's a word? Uh-huh. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, so, a sign... Ah, it seems at some point thoughts and words drop. And then there's this is it. You said it's, it's, it's beautiful. It's wow. Okay. So. That's, it seems when words drop, that that sort of happens. Okay. Okay. The uselessness, the irrelevance of words. Okay. Uh, But the words then seem to be replaced by... It seemed like geometric images. Okay. And not words. Uh huh. But an image. Uh huh. You saying prior to the word? Hmm? Are you saying prior to the prior word? To words. Hmm. Yes, prior the words are, are images. Okay. Uh, uh, flashes of light. Okay. Then the words come back in beauty, love, but 
you see? Uh -huh. back. The words are coming back. Uh -huh. So images, flashes of light, uh, perfume. I'm getting denser now. Denser? Yeah. <laughs> flashes of light, prior to flashes of light. Are there okay the all right if perception were to stay there yeah. if perceiving happened from there I could contradict myself now but for now this is as good as I can do for a pointer if if perception was to arise from there geometric shapes flashes of light from that zone Could the body-mind function? That was that. The images are being perceived by what? By what? Perception from there. Uh. nothing perceived yes there's perception to there perception of nothing yes was it a question or hmm? was it a question or a, a finding no I'm just reporting out yeah okay hold stop Nothing is perceived. There has to be two to have something perceived by something. So there's no perception. Uh-huh. We can call it pure something, pure perceiving, but it's not perceiving something. Mm -hmm. doesn't begin, it doesn't end, it's just a, a, a frequency of pure perceiving. Mm -hmm. It's prior to duality.
that it could be called pure perceiving, but that's just an attempt to to express it. Yes. Yes. It seems exactly. to detract from it. To to attempt to express sure, it. Sure, of course. Yeah. But it, okay, does it detract? Yeah, it's a falling back into words. Okay. Okay, right. So what's happening now is that a, a, something can detract from it or fall back into words. Can I kind of recommend that pure perceiving is, is, is not uh, touched by the functioning of the body-mind, which does words or communication? Yes. As if the falling back as if there's identification, if yeah, there's juice in. Nothing is aware from aware of pure perceiving. It it's like it has some ability to to be without a second, without the second watching it or perceiving it, or coming and going from it. The the eye will imagine it comes and goes from it. So what is a falling back into words? I mean, what's not a falling back? Their words, so what? Yes. It. Manifestation isn't the problem. Creation isn't a problem. It's completely untouched. Yes, it's completely untouched. Interesting, it's the... Hearing the teaching that it can't be untouched is fine, but then it shows itself. Experiencing the teaching. Yeah, it shows itself. It shows itself. Yeah, it shows itself that it can't be touched. No, it, yeah. it just—it's there for the seeing, you know, that it can't be touched. Wow. <laughs> uh huh. Anybody else follow that? Anybody else take that path out? Ah, one, two, somebody else? Okay. You're just okay. talking about um, the awareness and which has nothing to do with things in awareness. <laughs> it's yeah. It can perceive thing. It's separate from thi all things. It's that that's. Yeah, it's, it's like it's very simple, but it sounds very complicated when it's being spoken of. 
I'm not sure. Sure, sure. Um, it, it actually it shows itself that things don't exist at all, that there are no things at all. That's been seen, but it's not the experience right now because yeah. there's too much head stuff going on. Yeah. But, yeah. 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 And my mind is kind of chasing, is there something I'm missing here? here yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just going at it from another side, no? Okay. <laughs> Can I pick up something from the very end? Uh-huh. Um, I, I'm going to reinterpret what I th- think I heard. Uh, th- does it mean that consciousness could not be aware of pure perceiving, just as it is? Pure perceiving. Consciousness. Can consciousness be aware of pure perceiving. Or did you just reflect that the mind can't actually um, see that? No, the mind can't. The dualistic aspect of mind has right. not. Right. It's like it's, it's dropped. So I, so I'm pushing the inquiry very good, very good, yeah. So are you, are you, are you looking at the... Re- is there a relationship between consciousness and pure perceiving? Is that... Is, is it? Well, or have you assumed that there is a relationship? The more I think about consciousness, the less I know about it. Sure. Um, I'm just, I'm just keep trying to put it into some sort of box, and so. Yeah. I think that's what I'm trying to do. That's what you're trying to do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 But that's fine. Let's do it anyway and, and pull it apart. You know. <laughs> 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 okay. What I'm hearing is like, is that what's the relationship between consciousness and? Well, I, I, no? my own, my own feeling. Yeah. About it is that consciousness is aware of the perceptions that arise, coming from pure perceiving, but having gone through the filters necessary for there to be words and concepts and so on attached to it. That's, yeah. that's my yeah. take on it, but yeah. I don't know whether it's anywhere close Sh- to Sure. sure yeah, because consciousness embraces all of it, you know, it, 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 it does all of it, consciousness. Mm. Everything must happen in, all, in mm. consciousness, really. Okay. Because to be conscious that there is pure perception, well, there's an imp- implied consciousness somewhere, isn't there? Yes. Yes. Isn't there? Yeah, yeah. So, so okay, we, we get that consciousness does the dense part very well, but where does it peter out? <coughs> you see? So, the, the capacity for consciousness to be aware of itself, now go prior to that, where it's not aware of itself, where there's just pure perception, but not even of itself. Okay? Okay? That's what I'm pointing towards. Prior to consciousness being aware of itself. Prior to the idea of oneness. very brief. When you were talking about the machine that's creating the concepts and so on, the, a, a mem- 
memory came back of the words of the Buddha saying, um, I, have, I have seen you, O builder, you will not build a house for me again. Ah. And when he said, I have seen you, O builder, ah. he, I think he was talking about Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Me too. <coughs> I hadn't understood that phrase before, I, in a, or in a more simple form. But it really seemed to click That's it. That's it. Because mm. you'd be forever knocking the houses, you know. Mm-hmm. forever knock that's the infinite work it's like does it ever end and it's like no as long as you think it's about knocking houses you keep <laughs> knocking houses but that which builds the houses I, I really like this phrase yeah yeah that which builds the houses this is this is this is where it's at and that's the awakening to liberation right. that's because something so needs to be seen hmm? it only needs to be seen the builder yes yes uh, yes the if the it's machine. exposed yeah. It, it, yeah. It, the hypnosis stops that layer of hypnosis stops yeah. So is it, is this what you call inquiry? Because there's there is that that's happening here now, where perception is looking at that very carefully, and even with fractures and other body stuff, pain dissolves, and um, you know you can see the it can be see I can see that it's not real. So yes. is that what you're referring to? That that where. That it's it, uh, there's not a complete confidence in that yet, but it seems like that's a movement of um, seeing through um, that mechanism of creation. Yes. So there's the creation of of the personal, yes. and that's where that's that's it's on the same line. Okay. So there's the creation of the personal. Now. At the same time, there's the, there's the creation of the impersonal, there's the creation of existence and of unity consciousness. Okay, back here to where there's no machine. It's on the same line. And of course, if you break a bone, yeah, of course, this is the one. It's going to be right down here dealing with this. But it's the same thread. Okay. It's the same thread. You know? Yeah. And so... This is what you were saying before about investigating concepts itself, the, that they're even concepts rather than the concept of time. That's right. But the concept of... Yes. <laughs> the, the, the concept of a concept. concept of... Yeah. Yes. So that's, that's where, and I saw on this continuum, yes. we're talking about it, the, that end, yeah, far yeah. end. Yeah, yeah. Beyond yeah, it's the far end of it. Yeah. Whereas the physical body having fractures, that's the other end of it. So it's the, the essence of, con- of concept? Yes. Behind the yes. essence of concepts. Yes. That which, that, that, that which is the arising of a concept. <coughs> what, what is that? that? That machine that makes the concept, the, the arising of it. What is that? Prior to that. Prior to that, it's like it's known. It's like it's it. It's like it's known, but.
like someone, if you say you came from another planet and everything here is different and you know it but you don't know, you don't, you, you can't, don't have the words for it or you don't have the, the culture of it or, yes. you know what I mean? Yes. So, it's like there's a little bell ringing that this is very true. There's some, there's something very, uh, yeah. It rings true. Yes. And I kind of, it's like the concept of God. Okay. I got the, you know, the word God is, um, well, I've always thought was too small. The word is too small. Okay. God being a, if that God is a concept, going to explore that concept, that of, of the concept, is like taking, I mean, hearing, I keep thinking of something, a ringing bell in the, in the background. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. And we're close. Uh, then I get, and then there's a sense that it's so close you don't see it. Yes, you know? yes, that's right. It's too immediate, you know. The yeah, it's like it's like you, you're the, the frequency of the body mind has to resonate with that frequency. You can't go there. You can't imagine it. You can't. It's like it's really a, a rarefied frequency. You know. Like when you say that, I think of you know when you hear a bell or you hear a chime, uh -huh. and it it you you become the sound kind of like yes yes sort of like that yes 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 because you can't go there and experience it, but it's more like you are it in some way, or you're, you're you 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 pulsate here, with it's, it. It's either flat in your face, yeah. you can't. See it, uh, uh. or it must be very, very far away. Yeah, but I get it more that it's <laughs> immediate, immediate, very close, very close. Okay. Uh huh. Very close. Okay. So the concept of concept. yes, yes, the yes, the structure of yeah. cons concept the itself. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's what, that's what breakdown breaks down. So, like. Someone asked me a few years ago, like, or maybe a year ago, I don't know, I lose track of time. It's like, well, what's liberation? And, and the sentence I have is that, is that it's when no concept, when a concept does not motivate any action at all. And it's about that. It's about that a concept does not arise and it's not part of the movement. It's not, it's not in the flow of what makes a form move. Or something be said that a concept does not play in there at all so there's such a freedom of movement that there is no idea motivating anything like conceptual thought defunct no longer required by the body if i can call it body mind organism i don't know what to call it do you see conceptual thinking redundant and so action then is like it's like i don't know totally free total free action totally free, unbound, unmotivated by conceptual thought. That's liberation. I, 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 finer than that? No, I think the body has to drop. I, I, 
functioning from there, that's as fine as it can get because it is, this is created out of concepts. You know, and the body-mind is created out of a concept. And then it's no longer responding to that which made it. It's like it's disconnected from its own machine. It's a product of the machine, but it's no longer using its own machine. So, why would it so the whole thing breaks. Why would it want to stay in the body? There's nothing in the body. No. There's nothing in the so body. Wouldn't it be the end of the body at that point? <coughs> Once you reach liberation, wouldn't it be the end of this physical body? But, it, but it's only an illusion, the body. That's seen after awakening. It's only, it's only an illusion. So whether it's there or not, it's only a dream body. <coughs> it's only a dream. Okay, but in the dream it still dies? It'll die when, when the heart stops beating, huh? Mm. That's the dream, uh, the rule of the dream. Do you know? That there's a life force, and when life force stops, when the heart stops, well, that's, that's the end of the body. There's nothing else in there. Nothing else in there. The body's just a lump of flesh, you know, with its own magnificence, you know. So it, the body the death of the physical body doesn't need to be lined up with this at all, you know, because it's dream, it's a dream body. You know, it's like we've gone into the machine room of the dream, you know, blowing up its illusion, like pulling back the curtain on the Wizard of Oz, you know. So the mind is also an illusion. Yes. The mind is part of the body. It's all an illusion. Everything I'm talking about is part of the illusion. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't have any capacity to, 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 to convince itself, to hypnotize itself. If the machine of it has been recognized, yeah. it loses its magic. It loses its potency to, to drug itself. It's like, sure, that's how it works. And consciousness is from, if it's not coming from the mind, from where does it come? The question is, is it there at all? Hmm? Is it there at all? Consciousness? Yeah. It's only the dream is that there is consciousness, huh? It's a dreamed consciousness. It's imagined. It really has no substance. It's only perceived from within itself because it doesn't have any substance as an actual thing, you know? And if there is no substance in it, I didn't quite understood what you said at the beginning when you said at the moment when we die, it is an important moment because at that time, if we are aware that it is body, mind, consciousness is a not real, it's a dream, so we can just go back to to the flow of energy, to to the big, um, and, but you said also, we could have another life if we get stuck, what do you mean, mm. if there is nothing? Okay, so, 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 if we, if we grab the, a concept from what we've been talking about for the last 20 minutes, and try to apply it mm -hmm. to an eye story, we're going to get something that 
doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> okay? So to shift gear and to go back to physical death. Yeah. The, 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 the bundle of thoughts that are an identity. There's an opportunity. If they're still remaining at physical death, there's an opportunity for them to break up. Because there's an opportunity to see you're not the body. The body's dying, but actually I'm fine. That, that, that crack comes. When you say I'm fine, what is I? Yeah, what is I? It's consciousness itself. But if the identity is strong, then it will think, well, so what am I? Well, I'm the, I'm whatever, I'm the, I'm the mother, I'm the this. And lo and behold, the identity of a mother will continue. It will continue. We'll go someplace for resolution until identification steps outside of the personal. Personal identity. There's an opportunity for it to fall away at death. If it hasn't fallen away, there's an opportunity every minute. But there's just a big one at death. Hmm? So if that personal identity runs on, and, and yeah, for sure, it's going to go someplace else to be broken up, fr- pulled apart. Will it be another body mind created to continue the script? That happens sometimes, and sometimes that identity attaches to somebody else who's living at that moment. Sometimes, uh, you know, in terms of in terms of like, um, if at some phase of your life, like okay, so somebody dies and she's she's a mom and she's very attached to her kids, right? And it's like that story, that story at the time of death is very strong. That identity is then pulsating. The physical body dies and it doesn't break up with the crack that, that, that appears at physical death. That bundle of ideas, where it goes then, can easily be to a younger woman who's like, well, I don't know if I want kids or not kids. And it's like, I don't know what happened, but it was hormones or what? But this desire to have kids. And it's like, there we go. Very often it's that. It's literally a download of another piece of energy that's cruising around. So it's not always a clean incarnation. It's not always. But we're not very comfortable with the idea that we just break up, actually, and, and splinter into other people. we kind of like, no, no, I have my lineage. Yeah, it's like, oh, God, you know, we're so precious, you know. You see? So what's not, what's not broken up is going to continue to mature. It will use any method it can at all to mature. Any method. And that's all the movies, yeah. Yeah, it's all, everything we talk about is the movie. There's only the movie, like, phenomenally. The movie taking these mm-hmm. particular forms of energy being broken up and appearing in other forms. Will, what was, I missed the first half of your sentence. What you just described, yeah. that, that this desire to have kids or something, yeah. would reappear in another reappear. young woman. Yeah. That's, that, that's the movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's all the movie. Yeah, yeah. It's all the movie. Yeah, yeah. It's a sequel. (laughs) (laughs) That's the sequel. The sequel. Yeah. Or reincarnation, or goes to another dimension, or healing work happens, or people send energy to somebody's passed away, and it's enough energy for it to break up. Or hey, you know, it's infinite possibilities. You know, really, there's infinite possibilities for it to break up. Yeah. But the personal identity will break up. It gets formed, and it. Constructed, destructed. Constructed, destructed. Does it need the body every time? Not at all. Not at all. And it's mad that there's this, like, it has to happen in the body, and it's like, really? Really? You know? I'm just a little bit confused. Um, 
there you're calling consciousness is obviously still in the realm of of objects and and um, um, it's but there's awareness which is m maybe um, what you would call pure perceiving is that what's awareness what, what well, tell me what you well, call awareness awareness is just the the what consciousness comes from <laughs> awareness is just um, there's nothing it's just um, it's just life not not life in in form or energy or it's just pre-life is what I would call awareness pre-consciousness um, I'm just confused about the term. In time or in place or? No, not time or place. Okay. Just pre-time, place. Um, and it is the source of consciousness? It's where, yes, the source of consciousness. Okay. Is that what you're calling pure perception? No. No. We, we could say that that's a concept, you know, a, a awareness itself, because everything we name is of a concept. Course, yeah, of okay? but and And the way, the way the Jack one works is like, well, throw away that. Yeah, for sure. Throw away yeah. awareness. Okay. Throw away the source. Throw sure. away awareness. Yeah, sure. What you're really doing is, is allowing the body-mind to be without concept. Okay, so awareness is too much. Awareness is too much. It must be too much. Non-duality is too much. Non-duality is in the movie. Right. Okay, so, so consciousness... Okay, consciousness... Let's say consciousness is all that manifests. It's the dream, the substance in all of the dream. But pure awareness is a substance of the dream also. And it's that which we say is outside of the dream or that the dream came from. But how is it, I don't know how it's possible for, uh, it can be a reflection, but it can never be experienced. I mean... It, Awareness? Um, or what? <laughs> I can't, I, I can't go there with words. Okay. And, and already there's been a disconnect, so it's already, it already can only be conceptual because the energy's shifted. Yeah. <laughs> so I can't, I can't. I, it's gone. So yeah. Okay. Do you, do you use uh, consciousness and awareness as two different things? Um, um, I, I, I tend to not go with awareness at all because because people people kind of. I always have to ask people, what do you mean by awareness? Because there's there's usually aware of something. It's just a dodgy verb, you know. It's a dodgy. It's a it's a it's a, it's a it's a dangerous verb in in this language because it's like it's it's like well, it's supposed to be a noun, you know, to be the awareness thing. Yeah, but it it kind of <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's like a, it's not a thing. But. Yeah. Sometimes when I when I'm pulling yeah. the the definition of awareness apart from somebody, they're saying, well, it's aware of. I'm like, hmm. It's like it just has an imp. imp 
I didn't mean that at all. I didn't yeah, I know you yeah. didn't, because that's yeah. why I was asking you. Yeah. So that's why I, I don't go near awareness, because it can be a tricky one, do you know? So when I hear awareness, it's okay, I'll, I'll use it if I know how the person uses it, you know? That's just a sort of... So the one without another. Yes. You, you call it per, pure perception? One without another. One without another. That's kind of the unity thing, isn't it? Like oneness, you know. Yeah, that's unity consciousness. I'd call that unity consciousness. Ah. Okay. So, is consciousness is also is an illusion? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay, how is it different from mind? Personal mind, universal mind, what, I mean? Uh, I guess personal mind. Personal mind is, is... I think of consciousness as, you know, God. Okay. What we conceive of as God, meaning the energy, the energy that we're, this, that we're formed out of. That illusion is formed of. <coughs> but is God an illusion too? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. It's a concept. We can name anything, it's a concept. Yeah, everything's a concept. Okay. Even to say something is not nameable, you will find that that's also the concept. You'll, you'll find that you'll already be fooling yourself there. Mind will already be fooling you. To say it's not nameable, I can't speak about it. It's like, mm. now, now, watch, watch. What made that? Mm. But there's still something that you can sense or experience that feels that, that there before everything. Yes. Mm. And you can know with certainty that it's there and be comfortable uh, not being able to express it. Yes. And it has a huger reality than anything else that, that yes. you can put a name on. Yes. And you're saying that's an illusion too. If it's if it can be in the illusion, how can it appear here? How can it even be sensed here? Because it's what allows you to sense everything that's here. So then it's doing something, isn't it? If it wasn't, there wouldn't be anything. There isn't anything. <laughs> Genuinely. How can you know that? I'm inviting you to see it for yourself. <laughs> inviting you to see it for yourself. Find out for yourself. From within the movie, we can go so far. We can go as far as liberation, non-conceptual existence. We can go to the natural state, which is operating from what you're talking about knowing that outside of all of it can be sensed here. That's the natural state. And, and it's continuous and it's unchanging. It's the natural state. Mm. I'm chucking out everything. I'm chucking out everything. Because it's all fundamentally something that has been gone through the concept machine. A 
and you see all it's like it's very tricky isn't it um, <laughs> whatever version of of um, um, a, a, a rarefied concept but it's still a concept even if it's sensed or like and, and these things you can sense it as as pure consciousness or sense it as beyond the personal beyond 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 you know that there's something sensing something and you know it's not your human brain it's not your mind you know it's not that it's like pure consciousness itself is pulsating and somehow is being reflected in the body mind called joe for example and and there's some knowing of that there's an echo of it in there and it's absolutely clearly knowing okay <clears throat> if there's any attachment to anything at all <laughs> I'm saying too much it's too much so it's there's no place to go it's just to see that all of it all of it the natural state awareness prior to consciousness whatever we call that outside prior beyond that doesn't even know anything about manifestation we've already made it a concept and pulled it in i'm interested in the concept machine which kind of just breaks up the whole frigging thing then there's no place there's just no place to land and somehow somehow that's hugely liberating scary for the eye yeah. No place to land. yeah no place to land yeah yeah of course there isn't so any landing place any landing place it, it localizes something you you know you but you're not you're you're all of it you can't be part of it but any landing place will give you a part of it we're off into identification with separation again you're all of it you don't need to land yeah, if you're all of it, you don't need to learn. If you know you're all of it, yeah. yeah. No wonder there's a need to celebrate, as in, let's all get drunk. <laughs> <laughs> that could happen too. <laughs> so, prior to consciousness, mm. Beyond nothing. Mm. That's they, they're pointers, but, mm. uh, but they're, they're concepts. They're concepts. Yeah. But stretching, stretching some kind of stretching the capacity of consciousness itself to its very limit exposes the machine. Ah. what I'm after here that's what this that's what this afternoon is about exposing mm -hmm. the machine nothing can be believed once the machine is seen it can't be believed it's just so there's no ego once it's seen and there's no machine yeah once it's seen yeah yeah there's yeah, two, yeah. Two different. There's sort of there's two different things, isn't it? Yes. 
That's why awakening and liberation, huh? So awakening is about the ego. Yeah. Liberation is about the machine. It's about the machine, the conceptual making machine, concept making machine. So I think we have the concept then. Yes. back into itself, doesn't it? Inevitably, it has to loop into itself, you know? That's it. It has to. Yeah, so that, what I just said, was, the, was concepts again. Yes, of course. Yeah. Of course. It has to leave. open your mouth. Is of course. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. What a relief. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Jack, the word awareness, like Ajashanti uses the word awareness, and to me, it sounds the same as what you're pointing to as pure perceiving sounds like it from what he's uh, I don't you know, know I need he, to hear he talks about um, awareness is aware but it's not aware of anything you know it's not it's not too it's, okay it's, it's not even ju- it's just he says is it aware of itself no the well question. he no no it it's not no he says he says it intuits itself <laughs> it's not truly aware of itself it's like no I mean he was talking about me just a little while ago and I was listening to him, and he was making the point that it's not aware of itself, but it's there's. He refers to someone else, some great sage, you know, who says it's but it intuits itself. So it kind of knows. It it's not itself. really. It's, you know, it's much less than, much more subtle than being aware of itself. Mm-hmm. You disagree? That's what I heard him saying. Well, uh, oh, a week and a half ago. That's really about. Um, <laughs> if you go to a sensation. So this, there's no observer. It's the sensation itself that knows. It's a, it's a knowing. Yes. And even if there's nothing, not a sensation, that knowing is still there. And to me, that's what he calls awareness. Okay. Yeah, what I had heard was how he was yeah. explaining what's the difference between consciousness and awareness. Yeah, okay. You know, awareness wasn't within consciousness. Yes, yes, he's using the, the prior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. You know, and I think it's different words at different times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or the same word for different things, sure. depending on what sure. he's trying to convey. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure. Like anybody, the limitation of words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So... Are you you're coming from a place where you've seen through this machine, this machinery, but you still have an impulse to participate? Is, even though it's, it's like it just happens, you know. It's yeah. like it, the, the life continues. Life continues. All of it continues. It's just picking up this jack farm again, cranking it right into life again. You know, it's like doesn't matter. Doesn't matter at all. It's going to just do what it's going to do. It doesn't matter at all. There's no, there's no place where it could matter, you know? <laughs> Do you know? And there's an in- intellect that's kind of, you know, watching it to see, well, okay, what, what, what is, is, there, is, there some, is there some engagement in life that, that is actually more of a minefield for conceptual traps? That's, that's, that's the only... If there was to be anything, I know, 
learned or gleaned out of participating in life rather than living in an ashram type life. It's like, okay, well, what is it? Can can a full-on Western life be lived? You know, with 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 nothing motivated by a concept. I wonder. Let's see. So, are you are you are you practicing something? Or, you know, uh, are you, there's there's are a you bit of intrigue going on at the moment. Are you, are you research. There's a bit of intrigue going on. Yeah, there probably is a bit of there probably is a bit of action research. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah something is You're kind directing of your attention to something. Some am I directing my attention? It's like something has become interesting again. You know, right. something has become a bit interesting again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. burnout, I'm sure. But it's like this is how it is now. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's interesting to see. Gosh, you know what? What is what is this re-engagement in life? You know, what is this, you know? I, I can see that. It's sort of like you, like I have hobbies. You know, yeah, From yeah. one hobby to another, yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, it's like this. Chinese painting. Macrame. Yes. <laughs> what? A husband. Yes, a husband. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it's a good hobby. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Will we have a cup of tea? How are we doing? Five to five. Do you want a bit of a breather? Yeah. Or do you want to keep going? Well, supper's not till six. Isn't. So we could maybe we could have a cup of tea and just come back. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Have a quick cup of tea. Yeah, have a or quick cup of tea. Talk about <coughs> say ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. Mm. <coughs> <coughs> it might be fun to have a bit of a debate with Adia then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because. That which is prior to all of it, its ability to intuit itself arises out of it. It's not intrinsic to it. (coughs) It's too much. It's too much. To intuit itself. No, that's that's a movement. A movement out of itself. It couldn't even have that. It's a good pointer because you see, that's the thing. Like every speaker that talks is like, I'm quite sure he knows that 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 it can't actually intuit itself. That at a certain level, it intuits itself, and it gets you to that sense of like, okay. Because you can identify with it in chewing it yourself, in chewing, chewing itself. As the eye breaks down, your 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 capacity to go prior to, prior to, I don't know, prior. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it increases, you know, because you, you, it's like whoop, you go right back into the matrix, <coughs> and whoop, then you're outside. It's kind of got a, it's kind of a sense of a. A distance, no? It's, it's a weird kind of a thing. So, 
or vertical or it doesn't matter but there's there tends to be a, that sense of of <clears throat> of it being a different part of the mind <clears throat> Yeah, I bet, I bet if, if he was asked, you know, is, is, is the self-intuitive capacity of awareness intrinsic to itself? I'd say he'd say no. I'd say he'd say no. Because it doesn't have any qualities, none at all, no attributes, no qualities, nothing. I mean, nothing and take nothing away. Nothing, nothing, nothing. <coughs> but the sense of it or the smell of it or the aroma from it or whatever we call it has a capacity to intuit itself. Because that's kind of the residue of consciousness. You know, it's like an echo of consciousness. It's not consciousness itself, but it's outside of consciousness. There's a residue of consciousness where it can some way have a, an ability to intuit itself rather than know itself. That's an echo of consciousness. So the, the statement that consciousness is aware of itself is a, is a pointer, perhaps, but that... Sure, of course consciousness is aware of itself, and we were talking about it. You know, yeah. I mean, that's what's happening here. Uh-huh. But awareness or prior to. Okay, awareness. Okay. Aware of itself. Yeah, intuiting, intuiting itself. itself. Uh. Um, at some point, there may be a sort of a smell to that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That, you know, the. the yeah. In the Zen tradition, they talk about the stink of Zen. Ah, <laughs> you know, okay. There's a stink to it, eventually. <laughs> Great. So awareness can intuit itself. Okay, and, yeah. Yeah. You know, it just doesn't... Yeah. Yeah, it has to... It sort of just uh, collapses by itself. It collapses by itself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good point, though. That's that's what's referred to in some Vedanta that I'm reading now as just the reflection in the pure mind. That that in, intuiting is 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 not that, but it's the reflection in a pure mind. So it's already okay. removed from its it's already just a reflection. It's mm-hmm. a reflection. So the only thing that can be here yeah. in the movie is yeah. reflection. Yeah, so that I think they're very clear that it has it, it's prior, 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 prior. Yes, and that the only thing that can be intuited is the reflection mm-hmm. of it.
to ordinary life. You're back to? To ordinary life. Ordinary life, sure. Because, I mean, where else can we go? There's only one direction. It's, it's back into the movement. There's only one direction now, you know? You know? <laughs> it's very disturbing for me to want to talk this afternoon in a way that I wonder and being connected with that reality. Oh, I can live my ordinary life. Oh, I can invest my daily life, knowing it's an illusion, knowing it's... <laughs> is it the I that knows it's an illusion, or is it known that it's an illusion? It, it feels like an illusion. I cannot say if it's the mind or not, but it resonates with you, you know, what we talk. It resonates as a truth, and it confirms a kind of intuition I had, too, before, you know, about that it's all... Um, a movie, you know, it's all self-created. Often I call that self-created pain, uh, inflicted pain, or uh, in all the drama. But I wonder, uh, to go back to my daily life, um, to live not denying that, and also uh, to continue to to invest in my life, you know, to commit myself to my life, knowing so what. Is, is, I, I do, but there's a bit of a contradiction. Okay. If there's a knowing so what, then, then how is it my life? Uh, where's the ownership over your life? Where's that coming from? It's not so much my life, but the body will be doing this. I will go back home. I will eat supper. I will, you know, when yes. I say I, it's like, it's not so much identified okay. to me, really, at least. You know, it's like this character will play a game. Yes, as it is now. Yeah. And is it managing all right now? Without planning or... I don't know because I don't... <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm not so aware of who is who. <laughs> <laughs> you understand? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> who is the character? Yeah. Uh, okay. And, and and who's the other who? And the other who is <laughs> the illusion. <laughs> the okay. Uh, the facts, you know the. <laughs> 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 the character is the illusion. I know. Okay. Yeah, this. So, this. so why are you concerned about how an, an illusion is going to manage? is so strong, you know, I get attached to the character. Uh-huh. And, and at that moment, there is a place to say, stop that. It's a character, it's illusion, it's so what in that place, you know? And I wonder how to face the daily life with these two uh, 
pieces, two places. I'm not there aren't two, you say. Yeah, I know, that's reality. And inside me I said, okay, let's go, the character, this is the illusion. So, what's next? For the character, you know? It's like I'm still alive, I'm still, I have a body, I still have a mind. Or but you don't. You don't have a character and a body and a mind. You don't. As long as you think there that you do, then we have two. There's mm -hmm. how to live a life. G giving the, the 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 dream I a, a, an attitude or a, you know a, a way to approach life. It, it, well, then nothing was seen because we're maintaining that. I and taking it for real to be real it's not so if it's not real why to give a life to that unreal it doesn't have a life but there is a life force in yeah there's a life force there's life force That's what I mean. all over a, a life force that yeah and it lives itself and it manages itself and it remembers somehow to breathe continuously and remembers how to drive a car and remembers to eat and remembers people's birthdays and it kind of does its it manages itself you know the mind is picked up to do something the mind is dropped to do something the mind is picked up to do something to read the newspaper to make a phone call and the mind is dropped again you know? No. <laughs> okay. When the mind drops. Consciousness uses it, or that life force, let's call it, uses it. Uses every faculty you have. Uses the ability to plan when planning needs to happen. There isn't an I who does these things. There isn't. Okay. That's, that's the false idea. And... When the eye is there, you can play with, well, I'll just focus on the present moment or I'll focus on what needs to happen. Or it's like giving the eye something to do. And it's like the eye is a lie. The eye is, is the, the troublemaker here. is a dream, why the life force is not also a dream and illusion? It is. It is. Life force is, 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 of course, part of the illusion. It is. So what's meaning leading the show? It's, it's a dream. There's nothing leading the show. Really, it's a dream. This is just a long, it's a, this is like a nighttime dream, but it's, it's a long one. It's by day. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's a dream. It's a dream, the very same as a nighttime dream. It's the very same. It's just a longer one. It's the very same. Finding, finding out if what I'm saying is true or not, that's your job. <laughs> it's not a question of true or not. Really. Yeah. It's not that at all. Yeah. It's all... 
it makes more sense when you see life is like a long dream. Okay. This clip. Okay. Okay. So what's the concern about the one who is is wondering how 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 to approach life? I'm consider I'm, I'm interested in the one who who thinks that something must be managed. You know, in a dream, I don't often feel I have power. You know, it's evolving. It's it's like that, and often I'm surprised. Up, come I go through that, or for sure, some time in a dream I can change the dream when I'm aware it's a dream. Yeah. <coughs> so I just live it. Yeah. The dream. So perhaps that's the same thing for that uh, day-long dream. That's life dream. Just to be in it. And what's in it? Different events, different people, different you know characters, different. But you know the way in a nighttime dream, <coughs> the example you gave, it's like, okay, sometimes you can change it, but if not, you're just living it. But you're not. You're not living it. You're asleep in bed. You're imagining you're living a nighttime dream. It's only a dream. Do you see? But I know it's a dream only when I wake up. When I am in it, often I know it's, uh, it's the reality. I, I am in it. Okay. Sometimes I can be aware, oh, that's a dream. Okay. They're, they're, they're on board. Okay. Okay. So what's making this dream feel seem like it's not a dream? When you know it's a dream, fine. But, but to grab the idea, the concept that it's a dream, that won't work. You've got to, the times when, you, when you're taking it to be real, that's the part I'm interested in. That's the part where I have a personal identity. Yeah. Um, what What makes that feel real? Probably the feelings. Okay. Makes me feel surreal. But feelings come and go, and they just pass through. And and how come the reality criteria is placed on a feeling? How come it has that power to make you feel real? Perhaps when I have power to create something, to do something, it make it feels like it's me doing it. Like if I prepare a meal, that's me preparing it. I identify to the outcome. To and if that were to go. If that were to go, if there was just a meal being pre being prepared, and and there was no thought about how how it was going to come out. If there is no thought, there is no feeling. Really? Yeah, I'm just preparing. It's neutral. Okay. <coughs> Is it okay if if life was neutral from now on? I'm back to my first question this morning. Aha! <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. 
I would like to, but I don't <coughs> think so. Yes. There's attachment to feelings, and feelings make you conclude that you are real. And they just pass through. Feelings don't change the attachment to them, does. The price is very high, you know. What do you mean? <clears throat> if you know that the attachment to feelings is what makes the illusion seem real, you still end up in satsang, which is the place, you know, that, okay, that to, to really shake the illusion. That's what we do here, huh? Whether it breaks or not is a lottery, but that's what we do. We shake the illusion. So, so you're in the place of shaking the potency of feelings, but yet you're hanging on to them. So, so some part of you must want to drop the veil at least identification. And you know the thing that's keeping it all solid. There might be another thing instead of, as well as that, but right now that's the thing keeping it all solid. Do you want it or do you not want it? You can't have it both ways. You can't drop identification and hang on to attachment to feelings. You know, often you see to drop. Inside me, often I'm asking, how do you drop, you know? Like, I'd like to have the experience to drop and to see how it is. But, you know, <laughs> but sometimes I wonder, like, if I feel very sad or very mad, very angry, I'd like to drop it. It doesn't feel good. I don't want to, to, to be, have that. So my attachment is just leave that, drop it, you know. And the mind is so busy to keep it, and I, I wonder how to drop it. Okay. You see what I mean? Yes, but in those examples, there's a desire to drop a feeling. The feelings are grand. The desire is the problem. That's just a desire not being satisfied. It's not about anger or something. That's a desire not being satisfied. But how do you drop attachment or desire? They are very close. Yeah, they're very close. So... When a desire is running, can you drop the desire? Can, can, oh, God. <laughs> she just said she can't. Okay, let's go back. Okay. Can you see the desire? Can you recognize that it's a desire? Can you get that much distance from it? Yeah. Okay, so what happens when you get that distance from it? Is it like, I don't care, I'm still going for it? Or it's like, there is a desire. Are there sometimes when it's like, I can't do anything about it? The desire is too strong? Or are there sometimes when it's weaker and it's like, there's the desire, okay, I can ignore it this time and do something else. Not satisfied, and, and it will spin out. Do you have both options? When I let go of the desire, sometimes I just feel I repress it, you know, I deny it. Aha. And, and that's why my question, how to drop and not to... Suppress. Suppress it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, I know how to suppress it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This might work or might not work, but let's see. You'll know. So when a desire comes up, if you ask, okay, does this desire need to be satisfied <coughs> as part of the next movement? 
So therefore, is it mind has grabbed a natural movement and interpreted it as desire? Or is this just just desire having its, its game, playing its game with me? You need to be able to see which one it is, huh? To see if it's just pure desire or if it's mind interpreting a nat natural movement. Could you give me an example of this one? Okay. I don't really get it. Okay. So, let's say you're, you find out about um, a retirement scheme that's, that's actually really good. And you're like, okay, there's a desire to be more comfortable when I retire. Oh, maybe I shouldn't do it. Okay. But actually, there is common sense and a natural movement to do this. Because, because it's common sense to have some, you know, I mean, we... We don't live in ashrams. You have to take care of yourself at some at some level. You have to take care of yourself. So so there's a natural movement towards you know the information about this retirement scheme came in. You could do it financially, and it makes a lot of sense. But it's like so a desire grabs it on top and says, "Whoa, I want this! I want this! Oh, this is exciting! I want this! Oh my God, I could really relax about my retirement. Maybe I could retire early." Da da da. Okay. Now having the wisdom to know the difference, it's like. Okay, has mind just grabbed this? If mind has just grabbed it, it's like, no, this, this arises from common sense. This, this is a natural movement towards this. And other times we'll be like, wow, mind, mind has just totally created this whole idea. And it's motivated out of fear and lack, and I won't be taken care of. And this is the desire. I am not following that desire. But it's like, no, this move was something else and mind has grabbed it because it loves this idea. And now it's become a desire, but actually there's something underneath it. If I take away the desire, this movement is still going to happen. Mm. So what is underneath the desire? Yes. Yes. Is it just, I want something because it'll make me be feel better? Is that as deep as it goes? That's pure desire. That's pure desire. So what do you do with this one? If, yeah, if you have a passion of suppressing, it would be a good thing like, okay, that'll make me feel better. I'm going to do something else to make me feel better, not what mind dictates will make me feel better. That would be a good idea. But it will be also the mind that will create the other thing. Yes, it will. Mm. It will. But it'll be motivated from another better. place. Mm. Yes not the object of desire. Because desire is attached to an idea of a thing, a thing that it wants. Okay? We're not going to give it that thing. But at the same time, the pull to not suppress, the pull to, to do something nice for yourself, feels like actually that, that, that would be good to nurture, to do something nice for yourself. That would be good to nurture. You see? Because if there's a pattern of suppressing desires, it's like mm, it's probably a pattern of kind of hurting yourself or not letting you have yourself have things, no? Mm. And if that's there, okay, let's let's break the two together. Okay. It, it might be a bit complex, but it makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah. Great. Mm -hmm. Let's say that every night there's a physical craving to have a big glass of wine. Mm -hmm. or a 
big, big dish of ice cream. Okay. Yes. Okay. But that's a physical craving. It's yes. The body mind. Yeah. Is craving. Mm. Mm. Um, and that seems to be a little different from. Okay. So, I guess what's going on is that the present situation. Um, there's a desire for change in the present situation. In other words, there's a desire to feel better by satisfying that physical craving. So that's where the, the, the me comes in. It's, it's because there's not a full acceptance. This is as good as it gets. This is it. Mm -hmm. There's no need to change. Mm -hmm. I mean... Mm -hmm. So that's really, it's that recognition is important. Yes. When it comes to physical cravings. That, yes. Ah, whoa. What's going on here? Yes. Um, there's, there's a desire to change. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Simple as all that. Yes. Not seeing it. Yes. Okay, just want to check. That's it. And then see if the body gets up and has a glass of water or ice cream. Let's mm -hmm. let's see if it actually gets up and does that of its own accord. Okay, now <laughs> this is the, the the razor's edge. Uh huh. Because we've talked about after the assume the truth is being seen that doesn't matter really how the body mind behaves yes so yes see if the body mind gets that big glass of wine that big dish of ice cream. yes because the concept is probably running so without the concept running of of glass of wine, bowl of ice cream, without the concepts running, the body will get up and do it or not. Now wait a minute. Okay, so <laughs> we're after the concept machine now again. <laughs> <laughs> so you're seeing the physical bodily craving uh, for a big glass of wine or a uh, big dish of ice cream is uh, a concept? Yeah, because mind has interpreted the craving, huh? Mm. How do you know what you want? Mm. How, how is it known what the body mm. wants? Mm. It's become a concept then, huh? Otherwise, you just get up and have a, have pour yourself a glass of wine and not think about it. I mean, okay, there's another stage and when it's pure alcoholism, all right? <laughs> no, we're not talking about that. Yeah, yeah. So if there's a noticed craving and a habitual thing, all right, okay. So the idea of a glass of wine or the idea of this now now we have concepts. Otherwise, the body will literally get up and do what it, get, get what it needs. And it usually won't go for unhealthy things. That's the funny thing. <laughs> That's the funny thing. 
Yeah. It usually doesn't. Yeah. It's a strange thing, you know. So if I want that glass of wine, but I say, yeah, but tomorrow I won't feel so good, so I'm not going to have it because of that. Yeah. What's kicking in there? A concept? Yeah, it's just working it's out just cause and effect. A choice. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just, just working fine. out. It's what we do, isn't it? It's what you do. It's cause yeah, and effect. Yeah, yeah. If I don't put on a coat this evening, I'm going to be frozen. Yeah. I mean, you know, logic. Yeah, so it's no more complicated. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to ask about that dream analogy that you used that we're, using, we're in a dream. This is a dream. Mm. Okay, so. Uh, couple of things about that. One is that uh, when I'm dreaming, sometimes I can sort of wake up in the dream and change the dream. Mm. I have a better ending mm. or something. Mm. And I was wondering if you can do that. I don't dream much anymore. In this, in this dream, I mean. Oh, in this dream? Sure, I'd have no interest at all. I mean... Yes. Just by seeing the truth, you can manipulate this yeah. form. But I never do. Why? Is it against the rules? That's a good question. What do you mean by manipulate? Change this dream. The way you can tra change a night dream when you wake up in the night dream. Is it against the rules? My ex-husband says, yes. That's your spiritual conditioning. I'd be up there all the time arranging everything. Da, da, da. And I'm like, he does. He says exactly this. And it's he like, says he would be up there? Preaching. He'd be up there in these okay. other realms manipulating everything uh, okay. and, and having a nice life and arranging okay. it all. Yeah. Yeah. And, it's, and it's like, I, I don't know. There's just no pull to, so to change what is. Some things might be better than other things. Yeah, don't really. And it's all the same. No, let the experience be what it's going to be, you know. It's like, I really couldn't be bothered, you know. Okay. Couldn't be bothered. No, it's not that I couldn't be bothered. It's that there's just no pull. It's just, it's fine as it is. Changing anything. Doesn't pull. Mm. Okay. Need mm. so a second. The huh? other thing was, uh, uh, who's the dreamer? Yeah, it's dreaming itself. It's dreaming itself. Yeah. Well, it's a snake eating its tail. Yeah, it's a snake eating its tail. It only exists from within itself, you see. It's only visible and experienceable from it within itself. Because there's nothing outside of it. It's dreaming itself. It's eating its own tail chicken and egg job okay. yeah yeah because you see we're, we're we're very used to cause and effect cause and effect cause and effect yeah. you know and it's like okay we can say the big bang if we need a cause for mind to rest that we'll say the big bang then but that's really for mind just to have a conclusion so it drops the question some answers are knowable by by not 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 by the the dualistic part of your mind it's not knowable there but some part of you knows it. You 
you see but the cause and effect part of your mind it can't know that because it's like logjam well is it, there is this tendency I've noticed to explain <coughs> like in religion you know for instance Adam and Eve is one version of an explanation how did this happen yeah yeah okay but I also hear teachers say I've heard you say that it it's it's because you know I don't know how to put this exactly in your words but you know uh, God wanted to experience himself that was the explanation I heard so how do you know that yeah it depends on where the questionnaire was coming because then there's no God and then there's no desire God can't have desire so we can destroy that too but what <clears throat> the only thing where does that, that come from? yeah the 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 at, okay <coughs> everything is valid for a while it's almost like there's frequencies <coughs> and you can tune into things and they they make sense for the while it's like it's like uh. yeah you can tune in so at some le a great I'm so glad this resonates this is very useful. If this, if you get that, that's very useful. That perspective. First thing that came to mind was the Akashic records. Yeah. Like that would be one. Yeah. That's right. Thing you could tune into. The Akashic records. Does everybody know what that is? No. Yeah. no. Well, in the old days, in hippiedom and new age, <laughs> and new age, and all that. Keshek Records was, uh, it was supposedly, it's an ethereal kind of realm that sages can tap into and they know the past and the future. It's all written in the Akashic Records, so to speak. The whole history of the, of the illusion. That's right. Because it's kind of already done and these are the records of it, it's already done, you know. So that's how you have a sense of the explanation. It's because there are different levels that you can tune into. Yeah, yeah. And things are valid at various times. They, they actually appear as real and true. And they satisfy m mind at that level. Ah. You see? So, so then it's, it, that, that perspective is very close to like knowing that you're all of it, right? Mm -hmm. because, because you can see everything is valid and invalid, valid and invalid. It depends on where you tune into it. Okay. okay? So it's like you're, you're tuned in. Yeah. And you get an answer, yeah. so what we call an answer yeah. in this world, yeah. to a question that your mind may be asked at some point. Yes. And so yes. then you can put it into words. Yes. And that's that answer for that frequency. Yes. And it sorts that one out. This is um, a little bit unraveling uh, something that I'm, it's not quite unraveled. 
and it has to do with concepts, um, when we were talking about concepts, uh, and fear. I grew up with this identity um, around migraine headaches, and so I had these migraines from age six all the way into my 30s, and it really was um, a hard and fast identity, Yeah, and they'd come and go. But as I learned to um, move beyond them, I realized they were based in fear and they were clearly self-generated. And so they gradually became seen and disappeared. And I can already feel, and this is also around the idea of the trip to India, when I had my, um, my shots for India, shortly after I got the migraine auras. And it was, the auras are very <coughs> obvious. And so you know you're gonna get a migraine. So I went home and rested. And the migraine never really came. Hmm. So it's sort of like, hmm. it's a memory of it, hmm. but hmm. not really the real thing. It's not able to manifest into it's your wiring anymore. Exactly, it's not able to come back. Yeah. But there was enough of a memory to try to kick in yeah. again. And I sort of think it's around the, f the fear yeah. of going to India, doing something. Yeah. And the migraines were, in my, in my childhood, a great escape. Escape, completely. A great way to just completely. check out. Nobody can, nobody can, <coughs> nobody can say mm. anything. Mm. It's like a perfect excuse. Mm. So what I'm asking, what we're trying to kind of unravel right now is it's mostly unraveled and mostly seen to be kind of like a, an escape hatch. How do I kind of keep unraveling it mm. in case I, it's, it'll sort of, it kind of goes back to what you were saying earlier today, placating the fear. Yes. In a way. Yes. Um, yes. I didn't see the connection until we were talking about concepts. Okay. But is that, does that make sense that my migraines were actually a concept, a self-created concept? Well, it's a, it, every, everything, everything is a concept. concept. Yes. I mean, if we have a word for it, it's mm -hmm. a solid concept. Mm -hmm. And then it gets believed into existence. Right. It gets believed into it, you know, Very consciously solid. or unconsciously. It gets believed into like being 3D, being, being a real thing. <coughs> Okay, so it's like it's like you, you, in some way, you've kind of shifted out of where those migraines used to recognize you mm -hmm. and tune into you and become part of your experience. Yeah. And like some part of it was in your energy field, obviously, because that aura of it came along, but it couldn't couldn't go full blown, huh? Mm -hmm. Yeah, not even close. Yeah, not even close. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the visual disturbances are strong enough that I actually can't drive. Yeah, sure. So they're they're definitely a manifestation. Yeah, yeah. Some, so, yeah, it manifests, yeah, it manifests, yeah. But yeah. the actual physical pain didn't yeah, really yeah. manifest. Yeah, yeah. So it's like your it's your software program. It's the button that you press when you want to escape a bit, huh? Yeah. Or something yeah. too big. It's a yeah, bit too big for me. A little bit, yeah, I don't know if I can handle this yeah. little piece. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit too big. Yeah. So go after how can life present something that's too big? You are life. You created the whole shagging thing. Yeah, everything, yeah. I mean, how can you be a victim of yourself? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's, the way, that's where you look. That's where I'd look. Yeah. That's for sure. 
It's like, what can harm what I am? I, cre I, I am all of this, creating itself. I am all of it. And this wants to happen. This yeah, it's happening, it's huh? It's happening, yeah. And it's, yeah. it's just happening. I mean, there's no denying this. This thing is moving on its own, huh? Yeah. Well, everything does, but you can yeah. clearly see that this is. Yeah. I can clearly see that the path to India is happening on its own. Yeah. Because it's just, I didn't even, I mean, I'm going with a, with a friend, but I didn't, yeah. I didn't say, yeah. I really want to do this. It, yeah. just, it just appeared. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And so there's some part going, ah! Yeah, what are you doing? Why yeah. are you doing this? Yeah. Okay. Let's not do this. I have no control. So I what can't was do the thing I should ask? <laughs> How is it that I can be gone in danger? A victim, yeah. a victim of Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. Thanks, honey. Yeah, yeah of exactly. Own, of my own manifestation. Yeah, of your own manifestation. How, of what, like, what, what's the loop in my head now that I am, that, that, that me, uh, I'm everything, mm -hmm. actually, and now I've just decided I'm part of it. I'm running that program, and now I'm in danger of hurting myself in some way, mm -hmm. or I can be damaged by what I am. Like, yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. It's kind of silly. It is. It is, yeah. You can see the beliefs that have to be in place in order for you to be unsafe. Right. You know? And it was just like a, it was almost like a, just like a memory. A, yes. A, a distant memory. Yes. That thought, well, let's give it a try. Some echo, see, yeah, see, that's it. You just shook a little bit with an old echo. Make this, make this, yeah. make this work. Make this work, yeah. 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 Hmm. Okay, can when we leave it there? You say I create. Pardon? You told to Lucia, I'm, uh, uh, can you create? You is who? When you say to Lucia, uh, uh, can you create? How can you create? place where you more the victim, but who is the you? You know, it's like uh, like a personal example for me. Like oh, um, asking now, okay. my my immune system attacks myself. Yeah. Okay. So in that, what is my contribution or what happening? Yeah. <laughs> It might or not be, be created by, by, by your mind. It might be just the, the, the destiny of that body to, to, to have an autoimmune disease. I mean, is it created by a concept? She's identified that, that the whole thing was around an idea. It gave her a safety place. This illness of migraines gave her a way of being safe. So, so because, because it's around uh, safety for who she thought she was from the age of six, I'm following along the same thread. If, if it originated as a place of safety for a personal I, well, then that's obviously where the whole thing is going to break up because that's, that's where it came out of. That's why it manifested in the first place. So that's, that's, that's why I recommended what I did, is, is that let's shift the identity. The, the identity is very tight then when there's somebody who's unsafe. Okay. She's getting a migraine because she's unsafe. It's like, okay, so let's identify with all of it. And it weakens the identification with being part of it. We have to go with identification because identification as an unsafe person is what makes the migraine happen. You see? Okay. So I'm like, so, so okay, we, ha we have to shift the identification now onto everything. You see? And I can move it like that. So it could also, like for me to see what the other benefit to be sick. To, to yeah, that's worth looking at. You might or might not find something because illness can come from yeah, I've got a benefit of being sick, or it gives me an all about me, all about oh, me just story. The natural flow. Yeah, it, or it can be just you know what—that's the body. Mm. Okay. 
Okay. Can we just, yeah. sorry, just super quickly, because uh, I want to make sure I don't come away with a misunderstanding. Sure. Um, uh, so you're, you, you sort of agree that awakening is, um, you, you, you see that, you have a seeing of what this is, a, is a, as a dream, um, but that now you're proposing a model where liberation is... Um, Going beyond that, and you're seeing that you're seeing um, that the mechanism uh, that creates con uh, concepts and um, uh, consciousness is also uh, part of that same dream stuff. Yes. Um, Awakening is knowing that you are not real. You know. Right. Yeah. The, the, the personal eye disappears. So it's like a second awakening. It's like it's like a refinement. You can't do anything about it. There's no seeking. There's nothing. It's just like the evolution continues. It has a different. Um, you, you can't do anything about it. It's just it's, it's it's just how it continues to refine. It just happens. It but just it's happens. A, it's a specific endpoint in the same way as an awakening, or it's just a continuous process. I don't know if there's anything beyond when concepts break down. I really, I, I haven't been able to go beyond that. That when concepts are completely gone, it's like, that's the fabric of all of this, is concepts, you know. Beyond it. <coughs> Stop. <coughs> yeah. Alrighty? Okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.